cafe. I'm like laying down in the dunes, trying to block the wind. What's up, John Jobin? You ain't no loser, Ope. What's up, Bill Augerman? Morning, Lisa Connor. RJ uh, Hinners and Ryan Coplinger. Gary Krasinski. Hola, hello. Hola, hello. Hola, hello. I might uh, hear that song every goddamn morning on the Zoom while my kids do the uh, online learning. Hola, hello. Hola, hello. Hola, hello. What's up, Steven? How are you, buddy? I want to say your last name because I see that you're a soldier out there on the social media, and boy, does the kid appreciate that. Luis Sanchez and Rick. Uh, no, I'm not a loser. Uh, when I do these live streams, I try to find like songs that uh, are appropriate for the day's news. And uh, that's a little Beck for you on your home of rock and roll. Taking a chance playing Beck on your home of rock and roll. We usually play Kansas, Steve Miller, and Boston. But we're going to take a chance and play the latest from Beck. I'm a loser, baby, on your home of rock and roll. Give us a call and tell us the last time you lost and how you handled it. Okay, then. I'm really for Stern to retire. Stern, I guarantee you, Stern already signed a goddamn contract. And uh, he's going to just tell everyone last minute, right before he goes on a month break around Christmas. Oh, by the way, I signed another contract. And everyone's like, oh, my God, this time I really thought you were leaving. Oh, thank God, Howard. Uh, Beck is still good. Yeah, I'm just uh, a little out of touch with the Beck. Oh, of course the sun has to pop up right in my eye. I'm like way down in the dunes because there's a lot of wind. And I didn't want to go to the abandoned house because... Quite frankly, I was warned by the um, the local cops that are friends of mine, uh, or I've become very friendly with them, to be honest with you. And they said, uh, be careful with the abandoned house thing because we got homeless people coming from New York City and they're squatting all over the place. Because a lot of the homeless are a bit scared about what's going on in New York City. And I just want to make sure you're safe. Oh, I just spilled coffee. And I'm wearing my sweatpants with the... With the, the whole, look at this. I got sand on my knee. I got coffee on my leg. That's my dick and balls. Um, all right, let me try this. Let me sit up proper. I used to have a uh, state-of-the-art multi-million dollar studio. That's, uh, the kid has fallen just a bit, huh? Wendy, no, now it's windy this way, no bueno? Oh my, oh, oh, I know why, because the wind's flying down the path. Hold on a minute, let me sit over here now. Oh, but there's ticks over here. All right, this is our last shot. Is this good? Adam Hanley is so confused. You must be new to the live streams. This is worse. Is this good, Benjamin Tucker? I can trust you. I know I can trust the Benjamin Tucker. You're a mess. <laughs> You're a mess. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit bit of a fall from grace it's a, it's okay <laughs> uh look i got my all right look i'll give you some exclusives these are my old man shoes believe it believe it or not these are the good ones i have two pairs the other pair the dog has uh uh eaten uh pretty much the entire shoe 
Then I got sand because I'm crawling around in the sand trying to find a, a spot where I can live stream without the wind. I got coffee stains down my leg over there. And then I got my, uh, my crotchless sweats on. Um, look, when I finally discovered that I had a hole in my crotch, I have to be completely honest with you, it wasn't this big of a hole. But a, a couple yoga moves and oh boy did the hole get bigger. Alright, so we're not a mess. Things are going great. <laughs> hey Grant, what's up by the way, buddy? Thanks for that tweet. I appreciate anyone that uh, downloads the episodes and listens to them. Uh, perfect. Okay, good. I'm leaning way, way back and I'll probably have a few ticks in my long hair. Uh, but that's okay. It's worth it for you people. Uh, crotchless sweats would be a great college band. I like that. Yes. Uh, you saw Beck in London. I never saw Beck live. I, uh, I was obsessed with Beck. Um, my top 10 albums of all time always adjust, but there was a time I, I would put Odelay on that list for a while. Um, man, I like that album a lot. Yeah. They're luscious blonde locks. I gotta tell you too, man. You get that stress out of your life? Oh, it was another ST word. I sit here and I try to avoid the ST words and I had to say stress. Oh, there it is again. Stroke. Stroke. Stress. How do you say stress properly? What do you, you what do you bite down on your tongue as you try to say it? I don't know. And I went out with a speech pathologist in college and I, I believe, uh, I believe uh, someone I know and love uh, down there in Philly is a speech pathologist. So maybe I should ask them how to get rid of the ST issue. I want to be a broadcaster. Devil's Haircut's a great song. Oh my God, Lewis. You're getting me back on point. I love that. Thank you very much. I really appreciate that. Okay, relax, Foss. <laughs> Stupid boss. I wonder what that guy's up to. I'm sure he's just hustling, hustling. Every day I'm hustling. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, I titled this I'm a, I'm a Loser Baby because uh, no one likes a sore loser. And whether you voted for him or against him, uh, Trump's being a sore loser. We need to transition properly in America. If there's voter fraud, please show us. Us meaning everybody, but it's looking uh, more and more like, uh, in general, it was a legit uh, election. And I say in general because I'm not stupid. I think every election, both sides try to get something, something going on. That's why they always talk about widespread voter fraud, widespread, where it's so dramatic that it really makes a, a difference. And they're saying if there's a recount in these states, usually they find maybe thousands of votes that were wrong. Uh, no, you, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, very important. Usually they find hundreds of votes that are wrong, not thousands. And someone was saying on the TV this morning, if you do a recount, it doesn't, it, it, there's a possibility that Biden would actually get more votes out of the process. Here's a, uh, a truck. I like to call them truckaroos. Oh my God, he's got a great shot of my crotch right now if you looked up here, because I'm leaned all the way back. Uh, no fishing pole in the back. I wonder where, why he's rocking down the beach like that. What's really frustrating when you go on social media, Twitter, of course, which is the uh, 
gas station bathroom of social media where you just spray your liquid diarrhea on the wall and see what sticks. People are yelling and screaming uh, voter fraud, including the president of the United States. And everyone's just like, okay, show us. And every attempt to show us is, has fallen flat. He's gone to the courts. And uh, pretty much everything's being thrown out of court. You got Rudy Giuliani uh, doing strange press conferences and next to dildo shops. Just show the people if, if, if there's widespread voter fraud. That's it. I get stuff like, just wait and see, Ope. Or, uh, you gotta dig deeper, Ope. You're stupid, Ope. <laughs> Why am I stupid? Oh, well, please don't answer that. I beg you, do not answer that. But why am I stupid as far as this one goes? Rudy's just shot. It's kind of uh, depressing to see what Rudy Giuliani has become. My God. He could have been Danny DeVito's uh, father in the Batman series. Hey, thanks for the follow on Twitter. Of course, Stephen, I told you. I, I noticed the people that are soldiers for me. Uh, Brian Parnas. There's no wait and see. It just stinks. Kim Barnum, good morning to you. But it's really important to transition. Four years ago, Obama welcomed uh, Trump to the White House. It was the last thing in the world that uh, Obama wanted to do. And you could see it on his face. He's like, I fucking hate this guy, but this is America. And this is democracy. You can see it. You can see the disdain in his face, but he did it. And, uh, you know, um, Trump has to do that. If he doesn't, he doesn't, but it just makes him look like a like a asshole. But, uh, yeah, man, I guess that's the big news. Like, everyone's wondering what the fuck Trump's doing. He's not appearing in public anymore. He, he doesn't have anything on his schedule. Uh, happy Veterans Day, by the way, to everybody. Thank you for your service, and I mean that. <clears throat> I'll say that every single year. I'm here to say I don't have the fucking balls. I love America, but I don't have the balls to do what our military does. I bow to those guys every single day. I got people in my family that served in the military. My mentor in this horseshit we call broadcasting, Brother Wheeze, did uh, two or three tours of duty in Vietnam. He's a rock star in my eyes because he did that. I don't have the balls to do that. I, I'm not going to lie to you. I would have all sorts of excuses. I wouldn't do anything illegal, but I would definitely, if, if I got in there, I would make sure I had something cushy to do. Because I'm just a scaredy cat when it comes to that stuff. That's just being honest. So happy Veterans Day to you and uh, your loved ones that um, that uh, defend this country of ours. Hey, Scott Arsenal, what's up? I don't know why I'm so uh, hyper this morning. I have no idea. But I am. Uh, Arsino. Say it like me. Arsino. Pretty Plus More is going to teach me how to speak properly. I guarantee. I've never met Pretty Plus More. But I guarantee you got some kind of accent living in Louisiana. <laughs> I would love to hear how you talk. I told you the Long Island accent is very slurry. Very strokish. We get really lazy with our mouths, which uh, I think kind of makes it good for oral sex because you could just mush it. I think uh, I think it's good when you when you give it a good mushing, right? The Stuttering John podcast was really good. God, the numbers on that are insane. 
See, I'm not stupid. If I talked about, like, Anthony a lot on the uh, the podcast, I know I would get crazy-ass numbers, but I'm not completely motivated by numbers, and I don't want to do it uh, that way. My, my, my way is to kind of try to do uh, more of a new thing than not, where I just touch on the past here and there. A good motion, right? Oh, some people think you just got to stick that tongue out and paint the fence. Well, you shouldn't paint the fence up and down. That's stupid. We had a sex bird on our show once. She said, you get that tongue down there and you do the alphabet with your tongue. (laughs) I think you just got to do a good mushing. Just mush. Like you're touching your ice cream cone for the first time. Okay, well, I, that might be enough uh, for now. How, how are all your your bug bites, by the way? Carol's down there in Louisiana, where, where it's just that terrible wet hot, and then you got hurricanes hitting her in the taint every other week. So the bugs have come a-nipping. They've come a-nipping. So she got bug bites all over the goddamn place. I love scratching a good bug bite. Oh, I get in there and I scratch. I wear away skin. Awful, they hurt. I'm sorry to hear that. Sometimes the only solution for bug bites is to, just to itch them raw. I kind of get excited every once in a while. Uh, I've been an athlete my entire life. And uh, I, I get excited for a good, um, a good athlete's foot. I get right in there and oh, the feeling of itching between your toes and ripping the skin and ripping the athlete's foot away. Oh, it's so satisfying. (laughs) It really is. And then you walk around for a few days and boy, does it hurt because you got open sores now, but you got rid of the athlete's foot. Sometimes you just got to scratch or rub those bug bites away. Rub that athlete's foot away. People in their fucking balloons. It's, it's, um, hey, Jen Ferris. Uh, the balloon thing is really, um, infuriating, to be honest with you. You'll walk this beach every day, and this is just one little beach, and I'll walk, uh, I don't know, I'll walk a mile or two in, in either direction, let's say, depending on the day. And I can walk right now easily in live stream, and I could find no less than three or four balloons that are washed up on shore. And then every day you see one kind of floating in the ocean offshore. They're all over the place, and you just see it in the sand, you know. Happy Father's Day, happy birthday, congrats on your your wedding or your graduation. And, you know, we all let those balloons uh, loose, I certainly have in the past, and they all end up in the goddamn ocean. We don't really buy uh, balloons anymore. What are you, a libtard? What are you, a dumb? Why don't you destroy the planet like the rest of us? Uh, Jen Ferris, so awful. I never remember seeing garbage at the beach. Um, there's garbage every day. I- I've told you after the big storms, the amount of stuff that um, is on the shoreline is really deeply depressing. Because a lot of this stuff is just on the bottom, and then uh, the big waves stir it up and throw it on the beach. It's a lot. It really is a lot. Who is the asshole? There's always one asshole that starts it. I'm- I've always been fascinated by this crap. Uh, one fucking asshole decided we needed to pay taxes. It, it, it goes back to one guy. And, um, 
Sorry, I had a fart. <laughs> and the the one I was thinking about recently. Sorry, <laughs> I'm a mess. Uh, but anyway, um, there was one guy that decided it it made sense to just uh, put our pollution in our water, in the rivers, our lakes, our ponds, our streams. Oh, I had another ST word. I almost got through it. And I didn't even need to add stream to the to the end of that thought to make my point. Um, and the oceans. One guy decided that was the way to go. One fucking guy. And now we're just stuck with it. You and your girl have contests first thing in the morning? What? Uh, fart? Fart contest? Man, I swear, you, you ladies are stuck. Oh my god, I want to say the word strange. You ladies are weird. Uh, stubborn stud strap. Thanks, Vinny. Fuck you. You ladies are a bit uh, weird because uh, I've been with my, my wife now. Uh, wow, 16 years. And it feels like yesterday. Oh! And I have never heard her fart. Not at once. But the kids swear to me they have. What is that about? Never seen her go to the bathroom. All of a sudden she just sneaks away and disappears like most of you ladies do. I kind of like that. I'm all for feminism. But I really don't want to see women, you know, farting in public like guys do. Or just shitting wherever they want. So let's slow down the feminism just a little bit. Just a little bit. I'm all for the first female vice president. Why did you say that? I hope I'm triggered. But when it comes to uh, farting and shitting, let's slow down, ladies. Let's slow down. We don't need to break that glass ceiling. Yo, Ope, how's the puppy doing? The puppy's doing really well. Thanks for asking. My latest observation on having a dog, because I haven't had a dog since I was a kid, when all we had was uh, a rolled up newspaper and a tennis ball. That's all you needed for your dog. That was for the training and that was for the fun. Nowadays, it's like, it's, it's insane what they got for dogs. And my observation today is, does anyone else notice that the dog toys look a lot like sex toys? Oh, I know you're going to check that out now. And I would do that bit on the radio. I know it sounds a little hack and I know it sounds a bit morning zoo-ish, but... I would absolutely get sex toys and dog toys and we'd play a game where you have to guess is it a sex toy or is it a dog uh, toy some of these things that are in my house I'm like what the fuck what is going on or at least they gotta like uh, you know make it less confusing we we brought home a dog toy the other day it's just called the black fist I, I, I the what a black fist oh because dogs like to do something what's called mouthing they're just mouthing they're not biting they're just mouthing yeah sex toys with squeakers <laughs> oh I love I love I love inside dog humor isn't it terrific it's Opie and Anyone on your home of rock and roll. Opie and Anyone on your home of rock and roll. You guys are more than anyone's, though, to me. I actually see these names, and I feel like I know you. Oh, my God. Look at all the thumbs up. The Opie Radio st uh, Store? Okay, Jonathan Fah, thanks. Yeah, uh, the holiday's right around the corner. 
and uh, you know if you're looking for some uh, gifts for your loved ones um, you know at least give me a, a, a try check it out opiradio.com we got some Ruizing stuff up there although I'm not keeping that money uh, that's going into beer funds and all sorts of other things so just give that a, a look when you're doing your holiday shopping fuck the holiday I tweeted last night, 2020 isn't bad enough. We already have uh, Christmas commercials on TV. So now we could start, uh-oh, feeling the, uh, feeling the anticipation of the holiday season. <laughs> Uh, under the house again in the bunker stop by the abandoned house on the way home you love the sound of rain oh god it's been raining for what uh i don't know 16 straight hours greg holmes what's up and paul and bob mcguire and brandon hollinger with the good morning and adrian driscoll with the morning and dan skaleski with the good morning and cindy cole Bunker time, hey there. Yeah, we had beautiful, beautiful uh, days and beautiful weather. And now I'm in the bunker at the abandoned house. Happy rainy morning. I wasn't even going to turn this on, I'll be honest with you. But uh, I had a quick little story to tell, so I figured, what the hell. I, uh, I made a quick trip into uh, New York City since we last talked. It was very urgent. I had to go to New York City. So yesterday, late in the afternoon, I had a, um, a sales call. There's a company called United Harvest. Uh, yeah, this is going to sound like a commercial, uh, but... <laughs> but... <laughs> so, uh, I learned a long time ago from Carl that you don't get the, the best meat from supermarkets. It's just a fact. In general, I, I don't know where the hell you guys live. You might have a special, a specialty supermarket that does pretty well with the meat. Um, trust me, this is not a, a big commercial. It's a story. So, uh, you know, but in general terms, uh, Carl told me a long time ago, you don't, get, you don't get good meat at the supermarket. So you better know how to prepare it and cook it if you're, if you're going to go that route. And I listened to him and I started going to like a local butcher out here. And the difference in the meat was absolutely off the charts. Charts, excuse me. How different it was. You know, uh, supermarket steak. You, there are times you're chewing and chewing and chewing and chewing. And it's rough. And you don't know if you should swallow it or spit it out. And then the local butcher, it, it, it went down like butter. So anyway, um, I've been getting my meat from a, a butcher for a long time now. But it, it could be a bit expensive. So, uh, you know, I got a sales team uh, that helped me with uh, getting sponsorships for the podcast. And there was a new one called UnitedHarvest.com. You can check them out right now. And I think the promo code OP works for 20% off. This is the key to the story. I, I didn't turn this on for uh, an infomercial. So, <laughs> so I had a sales call uh, yesterday to talk to the guys from United Harvest, you know. And they're bragging about their meat, and they're like, look, man, when you have our meat, uh, you know, you, you won't even need the script or the, or the live read. It's that much better, okay? 
And I, I could get into the specifics uh, next week when their live reads officially start on the podcast. Ah, uh, this coffee's good. So, <laughs> so I, we hit it off, me and this guy. His name's Matthew. Really, really cool guy. He's in Silicon Valley, but, uh, you know, they have uh, ranches elsewhere. And we really hit it off, and then we started talking about fishing. He's a big fisherman. I told him about my surf casting for striped bass, and he really wanted to know more. And all of a sudden, this sales call turned into, like, not talking about the meat anymore. And he's like, don't even worry about that. I just know when you, you taste the meat, that's all you, you're going to need. Wow, someone just crushed it with the stars. Hold on a minute. Benjamin Tucker for bragging about your meat. He just gave me 6,400 stars. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm uh, dressed proper today, too. Look. Proper. No holes in the crotch. Are you proud of me? And 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 better shoes. Proper. Uh, anyway, so we're babbling about fishing and then i'm like oh you got to see the striped bass my brother-in-law caught off uh the beach in front of my house last july 4th weekend he goes oh i want to see it and it's a 51 inch if you guys uh, haven't heard by now i'm sure most of you have it, it's it's insane to catch a 51 inch striped bass off uh the shoreline so we're just talking about fishing and everything else and then there's other people on the sales call and they're getting frustrated because they're all just corporate and business and you know they got their they got their suits on tightly, the the tight fit suits and the and the uh, and the ties and whatnot, right? So then this guy Matthew goes, "Oh, that's right, uh, meat. We're supposed to be talking about meat, and it's UnitedHarvest.com promo code open to get twenty percent off right now." Uh, so anyway, he goes, "We uh, we sent you some meat." I'm like, "Get the fuck out of here!" And he's like, "Yeah, sent you some ribeye, prime rib, lamb chops." that uh, i don't know how to pronounce it the the wagyu is that how you say it the wagyu meat and he goes man when you when you get the wagyu meat you got to call me back now that we're instant friends and he's and i'm gonna walk you through step by step how to cook it and i'm like oh thank you so much i really appreciate that i and then i explain carl he goes i know who carl is of course i know who carl is everyone that appreciates food knows who carl is and he's like uh and he didn't realize that carl used to do the podcast with me and then that led to Guy Fieri, and then, <laughs> then Matthew's like, give me, his, give me his address. I'm sending Guy Fieri some meat as well. So he's explaining everything he sent me, and it was like $500 worth of meat, 20, 25 pounds of meat, lamb chops, prime rib, all this stuff, right? And probably other, other stuff in there. And I go, oh, I can't wait to get it, right? I go, uh, so where'd you guys send it? And he, he gave the address of my city apartment. I said... This call is over. He goes, huh? I go, I'm jumping in my car to get my meat. <laughs> and he's, he starts laughing. And I go, for real, how, how long is the, the meat going to keep? He goes, well, we put it you know, on dry ice, but I would say maybe a day, day and a half. I'm like, all right, I got to go. And I hung up on the guy. I kissed my wife and my kids uh, goodnight, and I jumped in my car. Uh, Wagyu. Wagyu is the best beef, Brandon Hollinger. I can't wait. I, I'm not sure if I ever tried it. If I tried it, it would have been because of Carl. In our travels. But anyway, my wife's like, what the hell's going on? I go, I, I got a box of meat in the city. I'm going to get it right now. And I jump in my car last night, uh, late-ish. And uh, it's just pouring rain the entire ride. I'm just, the windshield wipers are whoop, whoop. 
I'm in a trance. I'm tired. I can't see the goddamn road. Then I'm on the West Side Highway, and I'm ex so excited that I'm that much closer to my meat that uh, I'm going 60 miles an hour on the West Side Highway. This is real local for the people out there. And my whoop is going back and forth. Can't see, but I know that the goal is in sight. And then all of a sudden, my car just fucking goes sideways. I am hydroplaning like a bitch. And there's cars all around me. They're beeping like that's going to stop the fact that my car is almost going down the highway completely uh, the wrong way. I'm able... I'm able to get my car out, out of this uh, giant water. The West Side Highway is a nightmare. They should have fixed it a million years ago. They know when, it's, uh, when it rains heavy that there's major, major issues on that damn road. But I wasn't thinking because I was just thinking about my God. I don't want to say damn today. My meat. Oh, I shouldn't say God either. We, we talked about that. You only say the God damn when it really, really is important. So anyway... Uh, I'm in deep trouble on the West Side Highway. My Long story short, my left foot hurts so much and my right hand hurts so much because anyone that's been in an accident, you realize you just squeeze everything in sight. And I'm squeezing for the life of me, hoping that's going to solve the issue. But I, now I know it's like I'm, I'm in God's hands at this point. I'm in God's hands. Uh, and I'm just... The, the back of the car is now starting to almost almost past the front of the car people are beeping all around me and then it swerved back grabbed some uh, it grabbed some nice uh, not drier road but certainly not flooded road and uh, long story short I didn't get into a major accident but it was really really scary got home got my meat checked on the apartment the steam leak is a bloody mess everything is warped to all all hell so I, I'm definitely not giving anyone Christmas tips in my building like we discussed. Because I was debating that. I said, you know what? Why don't I take another look at the apartment and see how bad it is? Oh, it's bad. And uh, with the building not willing to help me, well, guess what? You're, the building manager will not be getting a Christmas tip. And I'm going to call that a warsh. A W-E-R-S-H. A warsh. We got a warsh on hands. Check down the apartment. Uh, slept for, I don't know, five hours maybe, six hours. Got up at 4.30, back in the car at 5.30, and I'm almost home. Like I said, I'm only a couple miles from my actual house with a whole giant box of meat from unitedharvest.com, promo code O-P-O-P-I-E to get yours. I'm very, very excited. That's how much I care about good quality meat. So, checked my Twitter. Saw that everyone's just yelling and screaming at me all night long. Because I'm doing a little truth to power about this election. Uh, Biden won this damn thing. And we got to transition. It's very important to the country. And, you know, the other side's just simply got to regroup and start, uh, start uh, thinking what's next. They got some races in Georgia they got to win, so they should focus on that. But, uh, you know, it's not going to happen, but Trump needs to get out of everyone's way and allow the transition of power. That's very important to America. They're doing recounts. They're doing a, They're doing what? Uh, a, a recount of Georgia by hand. And even the guy that's in charge, he goes, look, 
I know this isn't going to change the results of uh, the election here in Georgia, but uh, basically wanted to say he was placating to Trump. And then in Pennsylvania, there's uh, over uh, a 50,000 vote lead for Biden. And then the dead people thing in, in Philly. I see dead people. Got married in that church, bitches. Uh, the whole dead people thing in Philly, that's that's uh, becoming a boss. Pretty much everything that they're suggesting is becoming a boss. It's being thrown out of court. Um, so, I just noticed that everyone is yelling and screaming at me, and I'm a terrible person because I'm trying to point out actual facts. And one guy goes, you used to make fun of both sides. I go, A, don't you worry. I'll be making fun of Biden. Uh... What else did I say uh, in that tweet? Uh, 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 I forgot what else I, was, I said in that tweet. But, but the last one I said in that tweet was basically, and don't worry so much about me and what I think. My thoughts are no, not, no more important than anyone else's out there. Relax. I can't change the results of this election. I'm just trying to say it and tell it like it is, my friend. But, man, people get angry. So angry. And then they throw O and A stuff in there because I'm I, I, I'm talking about uh, uh, results of a of an election. That's why you don't have any friends from the O and A days. I'm like, what does this have to do with anything? I don't want to be friends with most of those people. I I weren't I I wasn't really friends with them when we were doing it. We were like uh, casual friends. No one's really friends in the O and A world. It was one big hustle for everybody, and everyone was just hustling, hustling, hustling. Every day I'm hustling. But if you really, like, focus on the whole O&A bullshit, no one's really friends. And I want to I ask these people, I go, all right, please explain to me why I need to be friends with, uh, let's say, Anthony, Jimmy, Sam... Rich Voss, what am I missing? What am I losing by not being friends with those guys? Please explain this to me. And these people think they uh, have a clue on my actual life. I'm an introvert by nature. I've always kept to myself. I'm incredibly private when I don't turn this thing on. You're not going to see me tweeting about my kids or making videos with my kids. You're not going to see me uh, videotaping my uh, fishing partners every once in a while. Like, I, I, I got some video of Big Arn pulling in a stingray and some striped bass. But in general, uh, most people will never know my friends. But all these people, they think they're in the know. And they think that, the, you know, uh, my life revolved around the ONA uh, universe. And because uh, I'm gone and I'm not close to a lot of the people from that, from that uh, show... That, that I'm a lonely person with no friends. It When I read this stuff, it's it's insanity to me. Matter of fact, a lot of the people I hang out with, they don't even really give a fuck what I do. They know what I do to a certain extent. They know like uh, broad stro you know, strokes. They know I was famous. They know that. You know, they're not stupid. But, you know, most of my days are, are not filled with uh, me talking about uh, Opie and Anthony... Uh, my radio career in general, uh, my Facebook Live or my podcast, you know, that's like just broad strokes. It comes up here and there a little bit. And every once in a while, maybe I'll tell a story. But my friendships uh, with people out here and elsewhere, 
just revolve around so much other stuff than a dumb radio show that that was successful that people enjoyed for a while. But that's the big get, I guess. You don't have friends. Really? Explain to me what I'm missing by not being friends with some of those guys. Please explain it to me. I wanted to turn this on and talk about my goddamn meat. United Harvest. .com, promo code OPOPIE, 20% off. I'm telling you, get your hand off your meat, please. <laughs> I understand why you don't work with Anthony no more. I mean, we just grew apart. We had a great run. <sighs> I'm also like one of these uh, guys, like, and this makes people laugh, and I don't care because I'll, I'll stick to it. I was on Bill O'Reilly once, and... Uh, you know, he called it the no-spin zone. And, and when someone calls their show the no-spin zone, you know you're going to get fucking dizzy. That bullshit. And uh, he was talking about our show. And we were doing a good job defending it. Because a lot of uh, outsiders that were really frustrated and jealous of our success, they wanted to pigeonhole us and say that our show was uh, just about uh, sex and that was it. And they ignored the fact that uh, the Opie and Anthony show was really funny first, uh, really shocking second, and, and maybe the sex thing was a close third. I mean, way up there, let's be honest, you know. And I looked at Bill O'Reilly and I go, that uh, I should have spoke for myself, and I said that we were artists, and he laughed his ass off at me. He didn't understand that, like... My art is this. My art has always been a radio show. My art has always been trying to push people's buttons. Uh, my my art is is very different than most. Uh, it's very uh, audio based. That's why I don't like really showing my face even because I know if um, if you if if you're not showing your face, you could actually you know focus more on other shit because people get really really concerned how they look on camera. Although I'm going to start going on camera a little more, but anyway, but I really believe I am an artist and always have been. I just chose this medium as my canvas, man. And with that said, I think a lot of artists uh, in history. Let's go with the Mona Lisa, you know, a fucking brilliant piece of art. And I'm not comparing myself to that, trust me. But uh, uh, Da Vinci there, you know, he painted the Mona Lisa. He was proud of it. And uh, he, didn't, he didn't just say, I'm known for the Mona Lisa. He moved on to other shit. And I think that's what artists actually do. And I, 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 can't, I can't bring people along with me because uh, a lot of the... A lot of the fan base, the old fan base, they just are stuck on the O&A world, which was a great, great um, period of art, let's just say. But as the guy that really, um, you know, had a lot to do with that and, and created a lot of that stuff, I moved on to other stuff and other creations. And uh, it, it's called it's called growing, too, you know. But people are just stuck and don't want to move on from that stuff. I, I have to deal with that shit every day. Like, when someone goes, that's why you're not friends with, and then lists all these people from from a time I feel like is almost a lifetime ago at this point. I mean, it's been six and a half years since I've been in a room with Anthony. And um, many years at this point that I've been in a room with any of those guys. I, I like what I did. 
but you know, it was just a it was just a stage in my my career slash life. And uh, when you do consider yourself an artist, you don't you don't worry about the the fame part of it or how shit is accepted. That's up to that's up to the listener, I guess. Um, I liked doing this from an abandoned house on Facebook in front of not many people as much if not more than doing the ONA show especially the last bunch of years I don't even know if that made sense and that's okay let's do this Billy DeTore I'm tired so let's do this what what are the best songs about art on your home of rock and roll we gotta go art of uh, art of noise right Billy uh, DeTore if we're gonna start we gotta do that you know, just think of like Picasso. He Picasso had a blue period. Some people liked his blue period, and then uh, he moved on to that goofy period. I I don't know what it was called. Was it Cubism? I don't know. I tried to take art classes, by the way, and I was like, mind blown. But um, you know, with Picasso putting the nose on the side of the head and the eye on on the forehead and the eye on the chin and all that, I hated that shit. But I was a fan of uh, some of uh, Picasso's work. I didn't. I didn't say get back to the blue period. You know what I mean? I just uh, accepted uh, him for what he was. Then he went through some weird red period. I think it was called. But one of my favorite Pablo Picasso paintings is just an old guy playing a guitar. Look it up. I think that uh, I think that paint, uh, painting by Pablo Picasso is fucking brilliant. And shows if you fall in love with something, you're going to have the passion for that right to the day you die. That's what I see in that painting. Painting. Did I just say painting? That's what I see in that painting. That's the Long Island accent once again, by the way. Especially when you're tired, forget it. You said red period. <laughs> Rachel said. <laughs> Speaking of uh, the red period, did you know that Amy Schumer is the face of the tampon? <laughs> Uh, I'm punch drunk, I'm tired because I ran back and forth to the city to get my meat from unitedharvest.com. Promo code OPIE. So I famously uh, told, told Bill O'Reilly uh, I'm an artist and uh, yeah, he, uh, he laughed at me. And then tried to say that our show was just about sex and that, that just made me go, you know what, fuck you, fuck you, and fuck all of ya. There was a lot of jealousy when we had our run. So uh, how do you knock them down? Oh, they're just shock jocks. Every article that came out, Opie and Anthony shock jocks. They they want to ignore the brilliance of the fucking radio show. And now here's your opportunity to go, brilliance like putting women in 55-gallon drones. Those were the attention getters. That was the brilliance of me. I said, how do you get people to, to check out your radio show? You do something so outrageous that when they get to work, they go, oh my God, I got to tell you what I heard this morning on the way in or actually in the afternoon or whatever the hell. No, it'd be uh, uh, the next day, whatever. I kind of forgot that we did afternoon drive as well. And then um, and then the person on the other end of the conversation goes, oh my God, really? That's crazy. And then they can't wait to get to their car to check out this show. And then you hit them with the good stuff, the real stuff. The, the brilliant comedy 
outrageously funny stuff and great commentary on uh, everything that's going on in the world. Uh, Vinny Castiglione, brilliant, was firing bottle rockets at Yankee cutouts. <laughs> Brian Bernard, thank you, buddy. Oh, I knew there was something I wanted to do on this live stream, but I'm not at the house. Fuck. I wanted to show you some of the the dog toys that that look like sex toys. We started talking about that yesterday, so tomorrow I'll uh, uh, I'll uh, I'll make sure I get some of the dog toys that look like sex toys. I don't know what the dog industry is doing, but uh, keep it up. Women are leaving uh, leaving those shops with a lot more dog toys than the dog actually needs, if you know what I mean. My goodness. Is it ribbed for his gums or is it ribbed for her pleasure? I don't know anymore. <laughs> Unless you guys got something, I think we're going to wrap it up. Billy DeTore, I we didn't get to any songs about art, unfortunately. I don't even think I could think of... Rain, uh, you had to do that, Vinny? Really? By the way, the... Um, the title of this uh, live stream is uh, uh, a verse from Led Zeppelin's Rain Song, which is a brilliant fucking song. I love that song. Uh, and then you had to throw the rain rain over me. It's not over. It's rain over me. O apostrophe E-R. The stupid who. And then it took me 10 years of playing that song on the radio to realize that it wasn't rain like what is happening outside this abandoned house right now. It's rain, R-E-I-G-N. Rain or me, or me. Listen to this song yourself. It'll drive you nuts when you realize they're not saying over. Rain or me. Proper English bullshit. Maybe Townsend was doing research on his, uh, on his computer. If he gets so fancy with the lyrics like rain or me. Whoa, wow, that was a gust of wind. Boo, 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 boo,